0: Welcome to World Ocean Radio. I'm Peter Neal, Director of the World Ocean Observatory. How to change the way we see the world. We've been schooled to visualize and understand our global arrangements by maps and projections, specifically the Mercator projection that aligns the hemispheres west and east in a relationship that has informed our relations, conflicts, and cultures as opposite, often opposite. On the surface, it appears a balanced view, a terrestrial equilibrium, that affirms mass as its focus surrounded by an indifferent sea. That worldview was challenged when, in 1972, a photograph of Earth from space, taken by the Apollo 17 space mission, revealed our planet as fragile entity in a cosmic ocean. A blue marble, mostly water, protected by a wafer thin of atmosphere itself vulnerable, primarily from anthropomorphic action from within. It was both an exhilarating and humbling worldview that fostered partially a sense of stewardship of something so precious and not to be corrupted or destroyed. We suddenly saw ourselves not as a balance of power, but as an entirety of nature. Visualization, then, is a powerful tool for understanding beyond data that enables transformative perspection and opens our minds and conventions to question. As a new paradigm for survival in the 21st century, I have been promoting the idea of hydraulic society, a world organized around the value of the ocean, our living hydrospace, where water and all its integrated nurturing elements must be the core of our future values, structures, and behaviors. It has proved a difficult argument, one reason being that it is hard to visualize. In 1936, Althusson Frederick Spielhaus, a South African geophysicist and oceanographer, emigrated to the United States and joined the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institute in Massachusetts, where he developed the bathythermograph, a tool enabling measurement of ocean depths and temperatures from moving vessels, a breakthrough in ocean science and in submarine warfare. Spillhouse, who died in 1998, had a fascinating mind and career. He first proposed the idea of sea grant colleges as a balance to the land grant charters that characterize many American state universities, the concept that underlines the sea grant programs that train students and support programs in ocean science to this day. He was an iconoclast communicator. He was on the science advisory board of the American Newspaper Publishers Association, and from 1957 to 1973, He created Our New Age, a Sunday cartoon feature for science literacy that appeared in color comic sections of some 93 American newspapers. He exposed millions of readers to science and the ocean, but remains mostly unknown. One of his most brilliant accomplishments, developed in 1979 with Robert Hansen and Erwin Schmidt, was what has become known as the Spillhouse World Ocean Map a projection of Earth centered on Antarctica that projects the ocean as the central focus of a new, astonishing worldview, pushing the land to the outer edges of the square, thus reorganizing our global geography around the true natural systems of the world ocean, across which nations are organized and connected. It is a startling revelation, a revolutionary perception comparable in power to the Mercator or Blue Marble visualizations, especially in this time when we must reimagine our future challenged, by climate consequence, including pandemic, afflicted by past behavior on land. A new paradigm for survival requires a new way of seeing the world, and the Spielhaus projection enables a vision for that change. It prioritizes elements of a new ethos and value proposition. It becomes a framework for planning, policy, and performance. In my book, The Once and Future Ocean, published in 2016, I put it this way. If we can envision the ocean as beginning at the mountaintop and descending to the abyssal plain, if we can relate to water as an organizing principle for how we live in and on the land, then we can understand the protection of its integrity, free-flowing and pure, in relation to the most important requirements for a successful living. If we can understand the ocean as a system of literal and social unification, if we can apply that premise then we can affirm the efficiency of the natural system to determine different patterns of settlement, preserve clean water for human consumption and agriculture, generate alternative energy, protect us from extreme weather and sea level rise, provide spawning ground for marine species, and offer the solace and peace that being by the water seems universally to inspire. We will discuss these issues and more in future editions of World Ocean Radio.